Welcome to HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of the show by calling 407-520-5342, following HearthCast on Twitter, liking HearthCast on Facebook, or emailing the show at contribute at hearthcast.com. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. Welcome to episode number 84 of HearthCast, recorded for you on September 6, 2011, and made possible by RiptideSoftware.com. We are casual players. We talk about WoW, we talk about life, and of course we talk about all points in between. Our show may contain profession pointers, interface ideas, or drama-free dungeon guides. All of which we hope uh, you find useful as uh, players of this wonderful game of the World of Warcraft. In this episode, we're going to talk about Beyond Azeroth. Ooh. I also got Corner of Carnage, Adopt-A-Pet, Attack of the Hex, Insights with Demonic Rick, a Zyger Guide update, and of course some listener emails. HearthCast is the fastest growing podcast of its kind, and we simply could not uh, do this without our awesome sponsors. HearthCast Season 3 is proudly sponsored by Zyger Guides. Grinding is a thing of the past. Find out how you can win your very own copy of Zyger Guides this year from HearthCast. All you need to do is just keep on listening. Systom.com. This is your global uh, safety net, really. I for IT, anyhow. If you got an IT issue, just call Mike up, and Mike gives you an answer. It's that simple. S-Y-S-D-O-M.com. Give Mike a holler and tell him I sent you over there. And, of course, uh, Carnage over at YouTube.com forward slash Carnage1320 for the best in PvP videos. I'm going to give a shout-out to our guildmates on Whisperwind. That's an Alpha Praetorian Guards. And also to uh, Roots Guildies over there, the Hordalies. Yeah, I miss them. We talked about them today. They might be getting some more uh, of my uh, fellow co-workers here. Oh, nice. Yeah. Also, our Facebook friends are Twitter peeps. And a special shout-out to Scaresum. Um, thank you for the birthday wishes, Scaresum. Oh, yay. yay. Happy birthday. Uh-huh. That was, I'd let everybody know how I, I totally <laughs> missed your birthday. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's fine. So, hey. Hey. Freckleface. <laughs> What's up with you uh, this week in? This week, uh, did you say past couple weeks? These past couple weeks yeah. in the World of Warcraft. <laughs> I had a huge adventure Ooh. trying to get uh, a pet. Oh. But I'll talk about that a little bit more later. In the adopt a pet segment? Adopt a pet segment. How about that? Uh, but I also want to talk about the transmogrifier. I am Ooh. super excited about the transmogrifier. A lot of people are happy about this thing. Yes. It was all the topic the other day at work, and I didn't know what they were talking about. But I felt so out of the Did you figure it out? Yeah. But go ahead. Talk about it. (laughs) Well, so you'll be able to transform your gear to look like another piece of gear. Yeah. (laughs) With the stipulation that has to be a piece of gear that you own, and it has to be something that has stats. It can't be a costume. Right. And it has to be the same armor type. Yeah, so basically, like, the, if you remember back in Vanilla, like, there were some warlocks that had this really cool shadow outfit. Right. And it kind of looked like Pigpen from Charlie Brown. That's what it always reminded me of. Yeah. But, you know, they kind of got replaced with better gear. But it didn't look as cool. So now, if you're a warlock and you had that armor set, the Pigpen armor set, you can, and you still have it? <laughs> yeah. Is it, you still have to have it, right? Yes, you still have to have it. So it can't be something you used to have and then got rid of. Right. See, that's going to be that's going to catch yeah, a lot of people. Like, I know. Man, I got deleted out and made bag space, man. There could be a lot of complaints. Well, I've been having fun at this. I've actually found 
Been looking for outfits for both my pal and my rogue. Hey, can I ask you a question? Sure. Same type of equipment, right? Yeah. So what if it had like uh, really cruddy stats, like the the the? Remember, you used to collect like the the really I'm cruddy. Ge- I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to steal your fire, freckle face. You go on and talk there, sweetheart. <laughs> so for my rogue, I, I'm I got an eye patch, my rogue. Yes, an eye patch. And you can turn it into a hat because it is a hat, yeah, right? It is. It's or a, a it's a headpiece. Yeah. It's a headpiece. I got my cell phone. Uh, and I got the skankiest chest piece. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is basically a strap going across. Right. And For those of you in, in the listening audience, Freckleface is actually no. making hand signals Shut for this. <laughs> Shut mouth. Uh, no, no, no. Leave it in the show. Anyways, and it's <laughs> strap going across and then like suspenders. If you will, I mean that's that's the, will, that's the shape of it. I do will. It's not actually suspenders. Oh, it just looks like suspenders. It just looks like you got a strap across the bust and then like little straps holding the whole thing up. It's pretty awesome. I'm having this vision of uh, the bikini type outfit that uh, the guy wore. Um, you know the Borat. Yeah. What Borat wore was a halter. I thought it was a wicked weasel. What? Huh. Wicked Weasel. That's a thing? Yeah, it's a whole line of skanky bikinis, if you will. I don't know what it's called. I was trying to... I want to say it's like a halter thong combination. <laughs> All right, so anyhow, you got the skanky gear. So I'm working on my skanky gear. I have oh, okay. I have the chest piece. I'm, I need some pants for my rogue. I have the nice leather patch. Now, on my paladin, I found... I have a few different nice chest pieces. I already have the pants that are basically... Little bikini bottoms with thigh highs. That's it there. So do you They're think this pants. is going to turn us into like the world of slut craft? I think it will. <laughs> it will for freckle face. <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's going to get, I can see this happening now. Yeah. I really can. It will. But it's cool because now you don't have to look like the guy next to you or the girl next to you. Exactly. So I like exactly. that. Exactly. Everything doesn't have to be mismatched. Now, when I, I did kind of think about getting a set of like the gray items. But for example, like the bleached plate, that that is a thing. It's a gray set. Okay. Uh, I looked it up on Wowhead, and some of the pieces only drop from raids. And I'm like, okay, well, it it's not like it's buying on pickup or anything. But nobody's going to think to put up. Nobody thinks they even want that. Nobody's going to put that up in the auction house. Oh yes, they will. They might later, but something like a like a belt, which doesn't look like anything significant, even if I want it just to match the rest of the set. So. I mean, I'm not going to go out and farm for anything, but I'm, I've am i been having fun just kind of randomly logging in just to check the auction house just to see what kind of gear is there, and then that sporadically. Yeah, I can fun. see it happening. I can see people like gathering gray gear items now and putting them up in the auction house for pretty hefty prices. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think most people's focus is going to be on the old tier pieces. I think, I mean, I might I would just, agree. yeah, I think I'm probably one of the few people that's really worried about getting a whole set of the, the thick leather or the moldy leather or the bleached plate I think I or send the you a rusty lot of, mail. I think I send you a lot of the rusty stuff, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Cool. You have this look on your face <laughs> like you're dreading to ask the next question. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you? Nothing moving on. Nothing moving on. <laughs> now it's time for email questions. 
You too can have your email read and answered by the HearthCast crew by emailing your questions, comments, shoutouts, or greetings to contribute at HearthCast.com. So we got an email here from some dude. Some dude. And um, you want to break this up in segments or should I just read the whole thing? Because it's like... Let's alternate like they do in paragraphs. elementary school. Okay, so we alternate paragraphs. Yes. Okay, I'll take the first. Okay. Rude and Freckleface. I wrote up a long email for this past episode, but decided not to send it last week. But after hearing another email about how bad it would be to sell stuff for money, I feel that I have to send something. And I'll try to make it not a wall of text. I agree with Rude's argument about being against selling the top-level gear and other bind-on pickup items for all money. However, I'm not against a real-life money auction house, and wow, as long as the only thing that changes is how you pay for things. In other words, if you can buy the items that are crafted or dropped, find on equip items, materials, uh, trading card game stuff, whatever you can currently find in the auction house for gold currently, then I'm for it. Here is where the time is money and buying mounts in a Blizzard store does give an in-game advantage argument comes back. If someone buys a mount for real money from the Blizzard store... They gain an in-game advantage of not having to raise the gold to buy their mounts for all their tunes. Obviously, this affects Altaholics more. Their time that they would have spent is now being bought, and they can instead grind raid gear or whatever. I suppose, quote, in-game advantage is a relative term, but for me, someone who has very limited playtime, not having to spend the time to raise gold from grinding mobs, daily quests, or playing the auction house as an in-game advantage. So regardless, if that time is saved buying a mount that would carry across to all 10 plus of my tunes, or buying the 365 mace that a blacksmith can make and I could buy with gold if I had enough, they're the same in-game advantage. If anything, the mounts are more of an advantage because the person that loves to collect mounts wants all of them, they have to fork over $50 to Blizzard. The in-game auction house would provide only items that you could also buy with gold from the trade chat or make in-game. If you only consider a combat advantage as an in-game advantage, then you are likely missing a huge share of the player base that plays for reasons other than raiding and PvP. After all, you can't tell if an auction house tank sucks based on gear alone. Why does it matter if they are an auction house junkie or selling cars 60 hours a week to pay for the gear when it's the same gear? I wonder if that was a uh, little shout-out to the auction house junkie who used to sell cars. Probably. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. So long as the only thing Blizzard charges is how item So long as the only thing that Blizzard changes is how items can be paid for, I am for real life money auction house. If they start selling tier gear, justice, valor, honor, conquest points, or boss drops that are bind on pickup, then they will lose a they will lose a good deal of players, including me. While starting with the real life auction house may lead to Blizzard listing items for sale. If you live by a what if worst case mentality, why bother living as anything you own anywhere you go could result in your demise? For now, this is something that Blizzard had said they have no intention of doing in WoW, so everything we are discussing is hypothetical anyway. P.S. You'd mentioned a what-if scenario with the Jewel Crafter and the real-life AH. That is a very competitive market, and all it takes is someone undercutting you, undercutting your auctions by a penny or dime, and you lose all your listing fees. I would expect the real money AH would be more ruthless than the in-game gold one, and there would be plenty of people that didn't want to dabble in it and would post the gold on the auction house. So, yeah, we, we have kind of beat this subject up a lot, and everybody brings their own little little bit of hypothetical what-ifs to the situation, and he does make a good point about, you know, the whole, 
you're gaining time by by buying a mount in the Blizzard store, so you don't have to go raise the money for your mounts. But at the same time, Blizzard has made mounts so stupid cheap. Does it really matter? I don't know. For now, I think uh, I'm not going to beat the dead horse anymore. You know what I mean? Well, I, th- I think we're more on the same page and not, because as much as he's saying that um, he doesn't think it's a bad thing to be able to buy items for money, he's also saying if you're able to buy things like tier gear or justice or conquest points with money, then he's out. Right, and it depends on, like we said before, it depends on what Blizzard does with this, if they do anything with it at all. Right. Um, how they choose to implement it, if they implement it, is going to make a huge deal. And I think they got people sitting around in rooms that think all the strategy through. Sure. Yeah, that's their job. You sit in a room and you think about it. Hello, HearthCast. This is Sale Mara, grand old podcast. And I was just hoping to get in contact with you and say, I'm sorry. I was editing the Wowpedia page back in April, I believe it was, and doing a major overhaul. And apparently... I have removed your podcast from the list, which Frickleface had added at earlier that in 2011. And so I just wanted to say I'm sorry about that. And the problem has been corrected thanks to George of the Manicooler podcast, who was giving me some advice on what was and wasn't missing. Anyways, you go to wellpedia.org slash podcasting. You're there with every other one of the something like 100 active Warcraft podcasts. Anyways, take care. Wow, okay. Uh, we weren't there, now we're back again. Thanks, George. And thanks, uh, Sayamara. <laughs> no, that's cool. I, I think it's really neat that, you know, there is a collection of podcasts. You know, it's, you can go pick out of the hundred, however many they're out there. But there's only one like ours. Controversial. Thought-provoking. Game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. All right, so we're a little behind on this one, but it's okay because it's still really cool. Uh, for those of you who didn't know, um, Dreckard, Deckard from over at Kings and Peasants, and that website for Dreckard, by the way, is kingsandpeasants.webs.com. And he is, uh, Deckard is the guild master of Kings and Peasants. And we talked about this, I guess, last week episode we did and he actually did a little thing uh, an event with his guild called have guild will travel uh, which is at guild park you know you can summon your guild mates to you so he kind of self-summoned himself uh, to a lot of his guild mates homes which is pretty cool yeah and I kind of thrown out that hey you know maybe we could call him but yeah we you know just got didn't work it didn't work out. However, you know, he did send an email, and uh, he said that he downloaded episode 83 uh, while he was in Old Tapin, or Tapan, New Jersey. Sorry, New Jersey. I don't know how you pronounce that. It's T-A-P-P-A-N. Tapin? Tapan? Tapan. Tapin? Who knows? You know those Jersey folks. Tapin. There you go. It's Tapin. <laughs> no, that's like way Alabama. Anyhow, uh, he said, I wanted to see if you and Freckleface got my email regarding my trip, and I heard you say you wanted uh, the deets and digits. Deets and digits. Details, probably. <laughs> and then he, uh, he actually gave me a cell phone number. Ooh. Which is... No, I'm kidding. Uh, he said, so far, so good on the trip. I'm trying to keep up with the update articles. You can read them on our guild webpage on the Have Guild Will Travel page over at kingsandpeasants.webs.com. He said he'd be uh, down to talk about it. 
He said he'll check on Orlando, see if he can swing it. Uh, he needs to be in Texas by the 2nd of September. Now, check out what he did here. This is so I think this is so cool. I mean, this is just, it intrigues me so much. So this is like the have guild will travel part of his website. He says, as many of the kings and peasants know, Deckard is about to take off on his world uh, whirlwind tour of the United States, which I guess was to the East Coast primarily, visiting the guildies throughout the trip. For a two-week stint, he'll be hitting northern Illinois, Minnesota, Missouri, New Jersey, West Virginia, North Carolina, Texas, and then back over to Wisconsin to take a plane back to California. Uh, during his trip, he's going to be visiting his uh, guildies. He's going to enjoy their company, gaming, and he's looking forward to shaking hands in person with the new and veteran kings and peasants. He will also be posting photos and updates on the page over there, as well as Facebook and maybe a nice little WordPress blog site. It says, keep um, starting on August 22nd, which again, passed already. Uh, for each step of the way, he's going to drive over 6,000 miles, embarking in the original World of Warcraft GM experience, meeting guildies in person for the first time in their own environment. And he did a cool thing where he's having people take pictures of their game spaces too. Like, oh, right. The game, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, exactly what it looked like and everything else. Um, so... The recap that he has, 19 days, approximately 5,540 miles, not taking into account the 4,174.4 miles of time up in the air and back. Guilty's visited and the east side of the U.S. is done. And he promised it would be epic and it was epic. Uh, He made posts on his Facebook page, posts on his Facebook page, and um, (laughs) he uh, updated his Kings and Peasants website. And, uh, you know, one of the things he's like, he'd like to say is important to stress that his guildies just being themselves help make the endeavor happen. Uh, so keep doing what they're doing and doing what they're doing and doing what they're doing, I guess. And as apparently, uh, Deckard's wise worlds of wisdom is, uh, is play well. Wise words of wisdom. I'm tongue tied tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It just, to me, that intrigued me. Like I said before, I'd only met like a couple guildies in person. Like outside of like our little group of friends here in Orlando. Do you know how much effort it took me to get our guild just to meet up at stupid CC's in town? It was less than a ten minute drive for everybody. I wasn't part of that, was I? It was before we it was before we played WoW together. Oh no, it, it it's incredible, isn't it? And the guild master he's he um he started to flake out on the day of, and he <laughs> was on the phone. No, he he's calling my husband, and I hung up the phone. And <laughs> took my phone from him. He's talking to him. I'm like, no. You're like, no, no, no. He's not. He's not getting away with that. He's not getting no excuses. And he, tr- he called back again. I picked it up, chewed him out, hung up again. <laughs> you know what? He came. <laughs> there you go. He tried to flick out of it though. Now a couple of weeks ago, again, I forgot to call you apparently, but I went mm-hmm. over to the Orlando Wow Meetup Group. Yeah. And what is it with you? I took the, I took a, oh, I right, took Siren right. with me, but yeah. no, you could. It was his birthday. I could have gone with you. I could. I should have called you and apologized. Nah. But uh, that was kind of cool, you know. It and but I don't know. We got to do something because the table always seems to segregate into one long table. <laughs> we need like a round table or something, or there needs to be a rule like get up and shift. Yeah, it's like sit down in one place, get your food, get up, go to another place, eat your food, get up and go to a third place. So my theory for eating out is that any. More than six is too much. Yeah, or have a have a bigger like not a long table. No, no, even no, no. I've gone I've gone out to eat with groups many a times, 
Six is perfect. Six, everyone can talk to everyone. As soon as you have eight it's or seven, yeah. so you, a fragment. people cannot hear each other. I can't hear people anyhow. You could hear someone two spaces down from you. Maybe, yeah. If they're talking to you and you're listening. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. That's the the key point. If if Root is listening to you, Root will hear you. (laughs) Nah, but the meetup was cool. And that's just like here in town something. So could you imagine, you know, traveling all that distance and meeting people in your guild? Yeah, but then then it's not even like a group meeting. You just meet everyone individually. It's still cool. It's cool. You know, you'd be just there to crash on a couch for a night and head out. I mean, I like the fact that at one time, and I can't remember the name of the guild, it had the word heart in it or something. And those guys came down. But what was bizarre with that is they all worked together northeast somewhere, like Jersey or New York or something. And they're all like in in like the industrial park. Yeah, they all worked in like a factory. And then there's me going, oh, yeah, a programmer. <laughs> <laughs> so that was still cool, though, to meet them. I thought that was yeah. really neat. I like meeting some people it's really interesting because what i like is when you look at a wow group i was trying to explain this to to, to siren is that you look at a wow group and typically they're pretty diverse i mean you are going to have your right you you would think it's all 13 year old boys and it's not it's not and then you think it it, if it's not 13 year old boys and it's 40 year old guys living in the mom's basement and it's not and it's not always like that yeah you know you get this huge gamut of people who actually play the game and that's what I like about it. Um, you know, sitting at the table and, and you know, I don't know, for, for lack of, of anything, you have something in common with somebody regardless of your any background you might have. Social, economic, race, gender, religion, it doesn't matter. Sure. Everybody can talk about wow. Right. Except then you get into the horror alliance thing and it all goes to piss. So. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you play horror alliance. The game is still the same. It is. I, I mean, the raids are still the same. PvP is still the same. I agree. Except for Battlegrounds. You know, where it always wins Battlegrounds. Uh, I think it's generalization. <laughs> no, I just think it's cool. I think it's like, it's the it's a big equalizer in a way for us, anyhow. Yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of other things. And what I thought was really cool is like the, the gal who runs the Orlando WoW meetup group uh-huh. also runs an Orlando knitting meetup group. <laughs> That's adorable. And you kind of go, you go from WoW to knitting and I'm like, can you knit me a Murloc? No, 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 no. I want a Murloc. I think she did. There's a Murloc in um, in Richard's segment. Oh, boy. Oh, you haven't heard it. I haven't heard it. <laughs> Look at you giving away stuff already. So, I'm forecasting. I'm foreshadowing. Forecasting. <laughs> it's going to rain tonight. Always. It's always. It's in Orlando. It rains at 3 o'clock, right? But, you know, I just wanted to extend a thank you, even though he didn't make it down here, because I think that what Decker did for Kings of Peasants is, I don't, you know, I don't know if, if the the guys, uh, the guildies and kings and peasants really know how good they got it. Like, how many guild masters would do that? How many guild masters would take the time to go out and shake people's hands? True. Versus, you know, yell at them for not showing up on raid night. Right? I'm sorry, I got in my head the um, more dots guy. More I'm dots, in, more dots. Yeah, I mean, yeah, myself. there you go. Take that comparison. and you, It's perfect. It's exactly what I was talking about. Yell at you or go out and shake your Start hand. Stand in the right way. It's <laughs> crazy. So yeah, Decker, thank you. Uh, thank you for you know hitting home run for the home team. Step into the dark. Peer into the very depths of your soul. Walk with us if you dare. 
into the corner of carnage. This is Northrend and Cataclysm Rares. At first, you wouldn't think searching for Northrend Rare Mob spawns would be a profitable venture, but it definitely can be, and you can earn achievements to boot. And if you couple this with gathering herbs and orbs, multitasking can be such a wonderful thing. First of all, you will definitely need to download the add-ons NPC Scan and NPC Scan Overlay. These are very simple add-ons that will show you the pat area for rares. The add-on will also notify you audibly and visibly when you pass over a rare that has spawned, making it easily targetable and ready for the kill. Please note that you have to clear your cache folder before you go on rare hunting adventures, because unlike other rare spawn add-ons, NPC Scan works based on when a mob is added to your cache. To delete your cache folder, simply open your WoW folder, select the cache folder, and hit delete. This will not affect your gameplay. Okay, so how can this make you gold? Northrend Rare drops goodie bags plus a rare item. The rare items usually can just be disenchanted, but in the goodie bag you will get around 30 gold plus a stack of netherweave cloth. Netherweave cloth typically sells for 100 gold per stack, so just by killing one rare you've made around 150 gold. The best time to search for rares is early in the morning or late at night. Now Cataclysm Rares can even be better. There are no achievements to down the Cata Rares, however you can get some really nice blue items that will sell for 250 to 500 gold easily, plus a bit of gold. Also some of the Cata Rares drops pets and mounts. Just be careful and check the HP on the rare Cata spawns. There are a couple guys out there that require raid to bring down. You definitely will not want to engage them solo. For the best in WoW PvP videos, be sure to check out youtube.com slash carnage1320. And now it's time for Adopt-A-Pet. Direct from our pet master to you, Freckleface shares the secret joys of in-game pet ownership. Now I told you earlier I had an adventure. And this is with the mechanical chicken. Now... Mechanical Chicken has been around since Vanilla WoW, and the premise is that there are these um, robot chickens, basically, in three different zones. There's Hinterlands, Tenaris, and Feralis. And as you're questing, you will loot a, an item that starts a quest. Starts a quest that makes you go find the chicken. Once you found the chicken, the chicken's, you know, it's broken or whatever, you have to kind of get up and running and then escort it to a safe place. Okay. Once it gets to a safe place, it flies off. You go to Booty Bay. You talk to this gnome engineer in Booty Bay. He's like, cool, thanks. After you do it for all three, he gives you a pet chicken. Cool. Now, like I said, this has been around since Vanilla WoW. And I remember doing some of the quests. And when I say I remember, when I was leveling my rogue, my first character, this is back in early 2007. So it's been a while. So I could not remember finishing this quest line, and I could remember it being, I remember doing something in Feralis, but I couldn't remember if I finished it, and I was pretty sure I remembered failing an escort quest in Tanaris. So I decided to figure out where I was at in this quest, and it was kind of tricky because there's no achievements for it, mm. which you'd, you'd think you'd be able to set up pretty easily it'd be so much more easier just to go and check your achievement and check off the little requirements and then once you got them all sends an email like so many other things in the game but no this doesn't work like that so on the wowhead thread for the quest that's called an OOX of your own which is the end quest line 
someone had posted a macro, Ooh. this long convoluted macro that you copy and you you paste in your chat log and wow. And what it does, it would spit out some codes back at you. And then the same thread also had kind of a translation of the codes because each, apparently each quest is numbered. Okay, so it lets you know where you're at in the quest line. Right. Oh. So when I did that, it spit out and basically said I had not done any of the three in Feralis. And I had, or no, I'm sorry. It said I had not done any of the three in the Hinterlands and that I was missing um, the last two in Feralis. And so I, I wasn't sure how to approach this, so I started out in, ten, in the Hinterlands. In the Hinterlands, it was actually a zone drop. It wasn't a particular mob that dropped it. It was any mob in the whole zone had uh, maybe a 1% chance to drop it, I want to say. So I go to the Hinterlands, and I just start questing, and I had my achievement tracker. And as I was on about the 8th quest... The item dropped, and I finished the quest, and I got the hinterlands done. Um, so then I, you know, redid the macro, and it set, told me I was missing the one in Feralis. Now, this is where I got a little bit concerned, because okay. my train of thought was, okay, there is an object that starts the quest. So according to this macro is that I've, I've started it, completed it, but then the subsequent quest after that I haven't done. Hmm. So let's say I want to go back. Is that item going to drop? Because I've technically already done that quest. I've already done the find part. It's like find gotcha. and rescue, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you report. And so I was, you know, kind of worried about that. So I actually put in a ticket to a GM, and I said, "I want to know where I am on this quest chain." And the GM wrote back, and he's like, "Well, you need to do, you know, this step in the quest chain." And I actually think, like, as soon as I put it in, he. A little chat popped up, so I was actually sitting there and chatting with the GM, and I nice. and I expressed that I said, "Well, hi, this is GM Bobby." Yeah, and he <laughs> said, "Is this going to drop for me? Because I don't want to go out and if if it's a low drop rate in the first place, you know, I sent there farming forever. How do I know if it's a low drop rate or if it's just not going to drop?" And he assured me that that it would. So I was like, "Okay, cool." I looked it up on which one drop, and it was one of the Yeti. So I went out to Fralis, dropped out the first Yeti that cool. I got. Yeah. Um. So, you know, did that quest, went to Booty Bay, it gave me the quest to do the end of it, using the mechanical chicken. Okay. Says I already know the mechanical chicken. Oh, <laughs> man. So you went like that whole way, and you already had, you already knew already the pet. I already had it. That's, uh... I think, um, I think someone's going to call the Humane Society on me. <laughs> did you kill it? Or the No Mean Society. No. Now, here's the upside. I put it up in the auction house. Okay. I made 3,000 gold off of Whoa, it. Whoa, no way. Way. Whoa. <laughs> wow. 3,000 gold. 3,000 gold. All right, then. And it wasn't that much time. I guess what kind of baffles me is that, A, the whole setup that they're still using that the ghetto way of, with the quest, they haven't implemented an achievement for this so that you can see where you are. Right. And B, when I asked the GM, why wasn't the GM able to see that I already did it? Oh, uh, like, right? what, well, you didn't ask him that question. No, I did. I said, what what quest am I missing to be able to get an OOX of your own? And he told me what quest I was missing. Do you, is there another way to get a mechanical chicken? I looked it up. I didn't see any. Now, what's, what's weird, I think what it might be is when they did the um, the cataclysm, they actually made different quests because um, the zone levels were lower for the most part. So if you go into Wowhead and you look up 
um, the quest, like the quest, there's two versions of each one, and one of them will say, "This is no longer available in the uh, game," right? So I think somehow the wires that- got crossed or something. But it was just so weird because why would it give me tell me I didn't do Feralis when Feralis is the pretty much the only one I remember doing. I don't know. I don't remember doing Hinterlands at all, and Tanaris. I kind of remember it, and I think the escort that, thinking about it a little more, I think the escort that I failed was actually the, the Torga, the big turtle. Yeah, yeah, You had to escort all the way from the south up, and then I died, and I was like, ah, forget this. I think that was it. But I don't know, it's weird, right? It is weird. Yeah. 3,000 gold, though. That's not bad at all. Yeah. That is not bad. Although, it just, I don't know. Reminds me of the, first someone's going to call hoarders on me. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know what pets are? You haven't get too many pets? Yeah, man. How many pets are you up to now? Oh, it's it's over 100 right now. You know, I'm you need only... to go to the Petopia and post your pet numbers. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen a few episodes of that show, but one of them it was like this old couple who people just started giving in like their cats, and they started taking cats in, and they just let the cats kind of overwhelm, overwhelm them, them yeah. and kind of overrun their house because they they felt too bad to turn away any of them and they just felt like they had to take care it of them all. It gets that way. Is that how you feel about WoW pets? <laughs> yeah. You feel like you need to rescue them all from their binary states? I do. I need to turn that zero into a one, baby. <laughs> turn it into a one. So, so check is on the show like this couple was saying like, oh, I think we have 15, maybe 20 cats. And they have like 45. <laughs> they have 35 <laughs> Living cats. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. I don't want... How many dead? 70. Oh, what? 70 skeletons. Some oh, of, I, I just can't fathom some that. Some of them were like litters of kittens. Oh, like no. Skeleton, <laughs> skeleton litters. Isn't that sad? They must what? masturbate a lot. What? Yeah, each time you masturbate, God kills a kitten. Didn't appropriate to this. <laughs> saved me because I was about to like tear up thinking about 70 dead cats <laughs> and then you said that and I was like <sighs> oh my goodness so that was my adventure with my that's mechanical that's a long chicken. adventure it's a 3,000 gold adventure though that's cool yeah so I don't what's what do you think the moral of that story is I don't even know finish quests because you never know what rewards will sell for right but do you think people would you advise people to go out and try to do this quest if they haven't done it yeah, because it seems pretty it? easy for you. Yeah, because at least it's not bind on pickup. Yeah, There's I that. like it. Attack of the Hacks! Okay, I don't have any kind of bumper music for it. Sorry. <laughs> so you get that. <laughs> you get me shouting into the microphone. <laughs> So that what, is so sketotastic in turn. <laughs> it's like what's this? This says apocalypse MP3. I'll play that and see what it. There's here it is. Okay. It's, all right, cool. sorry about that. <laughs> so this email that I got actually today. Take more. Mm-hmm. Send my hotmail and it said World of Warcraft mount comma the Winged Guardian and it opened up and had this nice little um, HTML file there. Yeah, and it had. It copied word for word the description of the winged mount, or the winged whatever thing, uh, into the email. You know, uh, you know, take a stride, this blazing eagle-winged lion, comments on business, blah, blah, blah. The one thing that did mess up, though, is that 
um, the description is supposed to say it can even travel at three ten percent speed. Right. And this email said three fifty percent. Ooh. So I don't know if that was a mess up or if they were just trying like extra hard to entice people to um, buy this mount. But right after, you can tell like where they stopped pasting it because they started in with a fragment of a sentence that just says less than ten minutes to complete. No account information is required to participate in this survey. We will be complimentary seat to the fifty thousand players. You can log website application. We will be lucky players randomly. Please click <laughs> the link to apply. <laughs> oh man! Does any laugh? Yeah. Yeah. I also like this where it says, if your account passes the check successfully, we will send a code for the Wean Guardian flying amount to you in the form of email. In the form of email. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> form of email. <laughs> Just, form of a Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Shape of. <laughs> Remember the Wonder Twits? Yeah. No, you don't. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> You don't, do you? Like, no, no. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy talk. That is absolute crazy talk. If you're going to survive Azeroth, you better bring your A-game. You better be ready. You better listen to the insights of Demonic Rick. Hi, everybody. Demonic Rick here. This week, I have an awesome add-on for you all. It's called RSA Announce. Now, what RSA Announce does is it will uh, let other people in your party or group uh, know what sort of cooldown you're using. Um, what it does is just say, Demonic Rick is using blank. And so it's great for mainly just tanks and, and really a healer. But it's great for, say, if I'm about to use a soul stone on somebody to res them. Um, it will let everyone else know that I'm resing this person, and I'll let the person know via whisper. Um, tanks, it's great for, especially because it'll let the healer know that you're about to use a cooldown. So say if a DK is needing to use Vampiric Blood or Icebound Fortitude, um, you will let your healer know so then they don't have to pop another cooldown too. Um, it works vice versa. If a healer is needed to use a cooldown, um, it'll let the tank know so he doesn't have to pop his most powerful cooldown too. Uh, the high-end raiding guilds um, in Law of Service use this add-on especially for raiding. Now, healers will use this add-on to uh, let the tanks know that when they're using the rolling cooldowns on some boss fights, um, they will actually make this add-on go... Uh, say it in a separate chat channel for, to, for the tanks to see. And the tanks will use this add-on. So if they're using a cooldown, it'll let the healers know. So then it'll make them more aware of which rolling cooldowns that they need to roll uh, and use on the tanks. And it also helps uh, clear up vent just a little bit. So then all the healers and all the tanks aren't needing to speak up all at once to tell them what cooldowns they're using. Now, if anything else, this add-on's great uh, for when Demonic Rick is using Mass Resurrection. Um, it'll say that in party chats so then everyone doesn't just run into the dungeon once again. And it also works for all, some healers too, so if a healer's wanting to res a party member, it'll send them a private t message and uh, it'll let the, the person know that they are being res, 
and it'll let the group know. So then the party isn't like, why isn't, why didn't they get rezzed? And then you can say, I already did res them. Check the chat log. And if they aren't awake in about one minute, they're probably just AFK or disconnecting. So I'm actually going to take this time to RSA announce um, that I was in another podcast called the Guardian Tank Podcast. You heard me earlier talking about DK tanks, and that's kind of my specialty, actually. Um, They're my favorite tank. And personally, I find it's one of those classes where fun to play, um, hard to master. And so I kind of brought some of my talents and um, ideas to the Guardian Tank Podcast, the information location for all your tanking needs. Uh, Check out episode 62, and that's the episode that I was actually in. So check that out. And I also want to RSA announce one more thing. But for this, I will need some assistance in wishing Freckleface a happy birthday. So, Merc, can you help me out with this? Alright. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Freckle Face. This is this is this is your turn. Happy birthday, Freckle Face. And I shall see you next week, guys. Bye bye. You got a purr mouth, Freckle Face. Oh. Shut up, Merc. Sorry. Bye-bye. What the heck was that? That was Merc. Or was that like the Swedish chef? (laughs) Oh, my God. I I don't know what to say. Demonic Rick is an awesome guy. That's all I had to say about that. Oh my goodness. Wow. What were we talking about? Oh, um, you know what? You were talking about those add ons? Yeah. I like those because, like, a lot of times, like, especially for a warlock, you soul stone somebody and they don't know what to do with a soul stone. Oh. I used to, I remember you said the one that, that, would tell people I soul stone but for the longest time I didn't correct it and it said Root has placed her soul stone. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, but, are you confused there, buddy? <laughs> I mean I have one now that when I soul stone them it sends up a message that says you are soul stone. Please use a soul stone when you die to resurrect yourself. Because <laughs> if you don't they don't. And all right. of a sudden you're like, wait, you just why did you use your soul stone? Right. Well it's tricky because sometimes when you're soul stoned, you can use it one or two ways. You can either use it to pop back up at the battle and try to, you know, give a last um, shot at it. Right. Or you can wait till everyone's wiped and the boss has gone back and then you get up and raise, raise everybody. Right. The so worst part is when... decision is yeah. to be a little tricky. Or if they, they see the soul stone pop and they go, oh, and they hit it and they come back right to life like one second after being killed and they get killed again. Right. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> that's that's life. Yeah. So, hey, Freckleface. Hey, Root. We have an announcement. Oh, we do. Yeah, we're going to announce the winner of last month's... Of August. August competition. Mm-hmm. All right. For Zachary Guides. Okay. Which was to send in 
a naked tune picture mm-hmm. every solve, and you can, and then Demonic Rick was going to make the decision on who right, wins. Right, right. So the winner is. Nobody. Yeah. Everyone's too shy. <sighs> Not a gotta, single gotta... submission for this I competition. Just got a bunch of prudes listening to Hardcast. Nobody. Nobody. I have an extra Zygor guide now. <laughs> what am I going to do with this extra Zygor guide? <laughs> <sighs> Well, I guess I'm just going to let it roll over. All right. And we have a competition mm-hmm. for uh, the month of July, of uh, September. September. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, all right. You know, I know you told me not to talk about this. Okay. You know, I mean, my last day off was in July. That's crazy. Outside of this weekend. It was in July. I did not have a day off in the month of August. Oh. All right. So anyhow, uh, we have a competition for this month. Mm-hmm. And the competition is, why don't you explain it to people since you thought of it. All right. Well, I had to post on Facebook my little story about. Well, no, tell the story. No, uh, I was about to. Okay. okay sorry, so, so I was at work and I had my keys on the counter. Right, right, right. And which had my, I happened to have my authenticator because it attached my jump drive and I had taken the jump drive with me because we were going to the podcast that day. Sure. Sat on the counter and this girl comes up and she, um, she doesn't really work in my department, so I only kind of vaguely know her. But she picks up my keys and she's like, "What's this?" And she's looking at authenticator. I was like, oh, that's for World of Craft. And she World slams of craft? it down. So she said, Once you said, said World of Warcraft. Said, World of Warcraft. And she went, oh, like you could see like a change in her face and being lit up and kind of excited and interested and just like, oh, that. Oh, her face like just fell. Like and she just kind melted. of went like, and she was holding it and she just dropped it like, like, like that. get that away from me. Wow. Like it was Jeremy. Dropped it. Wow. I mean, um, and you post about that on Facebook. I did. Which leads us to? Contest, which, if you have a story that has to do with telling people about WoW, or not telling people about WoW, do you tell people, do you not tell people? Do you play WoW with your real life friends? <laughs> do you play WoW in the basement and you don't tell anybody? Ooh. Whatever, just post us something on Facebook. Yeah. About your real life wow experiences. Right. Yeah. So there you go. That's it. And then the coolest story will maybe give you a Zyger guide. Maybe give maybe we'll give wave first and second place. Yeah, we'll see. But they'll be the same price. <laughs> this does bring us to the end of our episode year eighty four. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Hearthcast, just like uh Carnage and some dude and uh, everybody else did today. You can be part of our show. You can be part of history. Yeah, like Sayumara Namara Rinima thing. Mm. Santa Mamana Babana. Do you have a Vanna? You yeah, you probably grew up with that song. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> with IRL stuff. Yeah. Um hey, send in your questions, comments, or any other feedback. You can do that by emailing us on our website. Uh, that's over at hearthcast.com. we got a website submission form there if you don't want to send us an email. But if you do want to send us an email, it's contributor hearthcast.com. You can also call it Hearthcast Hotline, 407-520-5342. You can hook us up with a post on Facebook, which is how you're going to win uh, this month's aggregate anyhow, so do that. You can tweet us at Hearthcast, at Hearthcast Root, and Hearthcast Freck. 
Again, we'd like to thank our sponsors, ZygerGuideSystem.com, YouTube.com, forward slash Carters1320, and, of course, RiptideSoftware.com. And don't be selfish. Share us with your friends, rate us on iTunes, or give us a link from your blog, and we will link back. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. For HearthCast.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Root and Freckleface next week again. HearthCast. A shout out.